Hey there, fellow travelers of the Jutland Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Jutland Wastes podcast, the TJW podcast for January 17th, 2023. It's good to be back here on the podcast. I know I was a little bit MIA there for a little bit of time, but uh, I thought today would be a good time to uh, get back into the action, get behind the microphone and chat with you about some uh, Star Wars here on this uh, coffee break, lunch break, or whatever you do during this uh, this time. Um, you know, the two big things which have uh, come out over the last couple of days is that third episode of Bad Batch and the episode called The Solitary Clone. In addition to that, last night, Lucasfilm, or say Disney, just dropped that uh, trailer for Mandalorian Season 3. A lot of good stuff in that, too. So I just wanted to go through and share some of my thoughts on both of these, uh, both of these, uh, you know, aspects of Star Wars, and uh, maybe you'll have some ideas as well that you would want to share at a later time. Um, so the uh, the episode from Bad Batch, the solitary clone. I really liked this episode. I thought this was a very, very interesting episode here. Um, you know, it opens up there with uh, what looks like an Imperial invasion of sorts. Uh, you see an Imperial shuttle landing and you see some of the, uh, the native people on Desix there uh, looking very worried. It is, we learned that Desix is a former Separatist world and apparently it is coming under Imperial rule. The uh, the governor there, the governor of Desix, I believe they her name is Tony Ames. Um, she she is approached by the uh, the incoming imperial governor Groton, uh, along with his troops, to basically say that uh, this planet has now been taken over by the uh, Empire and it's now under imperial jurisdiction. Uh, but she has a different idea behind this. She says that this is always this was a separatist world prior to the. Uh, prior to the war it was never part of the republic and it is an independent uh, world um she she emphasizes this fact with uh with governor groton by basically capturing him and his troops uh with a lot of separatist battle droids and tanks and other um you know former separatist army you know droid army uh units there um, in addition to that, we find out that, uh, you know, Crosshair, he's been rehabilitating, um, I would imagine, on Coruscant. And uh, it's interesting to see him, you know, the, the, the first shot we see of, of him in this episode, really, is he comes in and he sits down at, at a cafeteria table. It looks like it's the, like the chow hall for, for, for the troops there, and they're in that cafeteria, and they sit down, and, you know, a couple other troops are there chatting about other stuff. Interestingly enough, they're talking about how there is, uh, there's up for a vote for um, conscripting an army, or conscripting troops into, uh, into the Imperial Army, which they worry about because, uh, you know, the, as soon as they start conscripting, conscri conscripting <laughs> troops into the, uh, the Imperial Army, um, what use will the clones have? Uh, but regardless of that, um, they seem to get, the, the, these two troops who are sitting at the table with Crosshair, they seem to be a little bit, uh, you know, shake, not really shake it, but they, they, they seem to know that, that he's part of that crazy, you know, uh, you know, Bad Batch, used to be part of that crazy Bad Batch squad that, um, is, is not really looked at, they're, they're seen as deserters, they, they, they're, they're not following, um, not following their orders, so they're a little bit unsure of Crosshair. But uh, so Crosshair is called into Admiral Rampart's office, 
where he is told that he has to go on a mission. He says, uh, we find out also that uh, he was left there in that last episode of season one of Bad Batch for about 32 days. <laughs> he was trapped under that platform there in Camino, but somehow he managed to survive and he's been rehabilitating at this time. Um, he still follows the idea that, that, that he's a soldier and he serves the Empire and that that is his only duty. So he is sent to, he, he, the Admiral Rampart tells him he's going to be sent to Desix to try to find a way to regain control of the capital there as well as to rescue uh, Governor Groton. He thinks at first that he's going to be leading this mission, but in actuality it's going to be the famous Commander Cody. Commander Cody, as we all know, from uh, Revenge of the Sith, when, uh, you know, he is the, basically the first uh, clone, I think, that follows uh, um, the Emperor's order for Order 66. You know, he says, you know, we go, Commander Cody, you will execute Order 66. And like that, within a, within a split second, he, uh, he, calls his, uh, he calls his troops to, to, to fire on and, and, and kill Obi-Wan, which we obviously know didn't happen. But regardless of that, Cody is one of these guys who has been with the Jedi and he was with the Republic and now he seems to be a, uh, you know, a full-fledged uh, commander in, uh, in the Empire leading the troops there. So Cody and Crosshair are going to go and they, they, they're sent off to, to Desix to try to, 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 to fix the situation here. Um, as they are approaching Desix, uh, they're, they're going under the guise of being a, almost like a diplomatic type of mission, but the idea is that they're going to rescue the governor and take control by any means necessary. And uh, it seems as if, uh, you know, Governor Ames also is feeling the same way as them, that, they're on, that, that she's not, she's not going to take this as a diplomatic force coming them to, to talk peace or to talk about trying to find a resolution to this. She just has her, her droid army start firing on the Imperial shuttle. The Imperial shuttle gets hit, it goes down, uh, most of the troops who are in there seem to have been killed in, in that, uh, in, in that uh, you know, when the shuttle crashed on the planet. And it seems to be only two troops along with uh, Crosshair and Cody when they, uh, when, they, when they finally are able to get out of there, of, of, the, of, the, sh of the destroyed shuttle. Um, but they still understand that they've got to complete this mission and they've got to do it in the best way possible. And this next part of the episode was really great. I found this this just a lot of fun and adventure where you see, you know, Cody and, and, and Crosshair along with their two troops, you know, battling this entire droid army and somehow coming up off of that coming up that cliff into that capital city and being able to uh, to destroy all those uh, battle droids and be able to overtake the situation. Um, all the way to the, you know, it, I, I won't go into every single detail that happened in that battle, but it was just a lot of fun to see, and it's really amazing to see how, uh, how incredibly, you know, anytime I see Clone Wars animation, I call it Clone Wars because it's Filoni, but, you know, anytime I see this, this animation here, whether it was in Clone Wars or Rebel, it just keeps getting better and better all the time, and I'll have to tell you that Bad Batch animation is just unbelievable. Everything looks great, the planets look great, the soldiers look great. The, uh, the ships, the battles, it all looks just unbelievably. Brings you right back into that sense of, into that Star Wars universe. So moving things ahead a little bit, they manage to uh, get up into, you know, they're able to get to a point where they finally find the governor. I would say, like, direct, I should say Crosshair and Cody find Governor Groton, and he is being held by Governor Ames. And she starts telling us, she says, there was a time when... 
there was there was going to be you know she thought there was there could be peace. She said there were separatists and there were republic senators who put together a treaty to present to uh, Chancellor Palpatine for peace, and he rejected it. Which is, you know, obviously, you know, that, that's just how it had to go, according to Palpatine. You know, he wasn't looking for peace. He was looking for to, to take over everything. Uh, she, you know, Co Copa, but, then, but then Cody starts feeling as if, like, you know, when she's when he's hearing all this, he takes off his helmet, he puts his, his rifle down, and, and he tells her, he says, I don't want any more bloodshed. I don't want any more war. Let's let the governor go, and let's see if we can figure out a peaceful solution to this. She accepts... Let's Groton go, but then he immediately calls for Ames' execution. So Cody refuses to do that, but Crosshair kills her, <laughs> and uh, it ends really cold with the gut with with Governor Groton saying, "And put her body in the cap in the Capitol Square as a warning." The next few shots we see, we see the Imperials taking control of Desix. We see more clones coming into the uh, in being landing in 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 the shuttle as uh, Crosshair and uh, Cody head back on their way back to Coruscant. Um, they have a conversation when they land on Coruscant and, and they begin saying, uh, you know, you know what makes the difference between, uh, you know, the droid army and, and, and the clones? Or, you know, it's he says that it's uh, that we have the ability to make choices, which is interesting because now you're seeing, you know, by, by, by like design, the clones were supposed to be you know, obedient because of the chip in their head that that was that that was there. That they were always going to obey their commanders without question. But it seems as if more and more, and according to Admiral Rampart, when he calls in, uh, he calls in Crosshair again at the end of the episode to say that, you know, I'm going to put you on another mission. You did a good job there. But he says, you ever notice how these clones now are just like you know more and more of them just disappearing and going on their own. It's starting to put into our head the idea that the clo this 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 clone army and their obedience is just not the way it used to be back in the old days of the Republic. So uh, we also learn at the same time that uh, Crosshair finds out that Cody has gone AWOL. So I'm wondering if we're going to see Cody again in this season, when he's going to reappear. I'm thinking he's going to reappear again, and I'm wondering if he's going to be going back to um, trying to find his uh, his old commander Obi Wan in some way. Um, just some of my thoughts there. Uh, really good episode. I thought it gave us a lot to think about um, regarding where the Empire is in relation to these independent worlds that weren't under weren't the Republic at the time, and seeing how the Empire is is you know little by little by little still you know you know taking over these other worlds that uh, that weren't part of the Republic to to, to begin with. Um, so good episode. I enjoyed it. What did you think? Send me a message at the, uh, the Facebook, the, the, the Traveling the Gentleman Waste podcast Facebook page. I'd like to know what you think about the episode, and uh, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are with that. Uh, in addition, I also said you know, last night, uh, the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer came out, which was really great. It was during Monday Night Football. It was during that uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, you know, Tampa Bay game. During uh, halftime, I believe I, I didn't get to watch it too much of it because I I fall asleep. But regardless of that, um, good looking uh, trailer, about a minute and thirty in length. I'm sure we're going to get probably one more before the uh, before it hits. 
But in this, uh, you know, it's just some of the things that I noticed. You know, it starts off with the Mandalorians. You know, we hear Jin Djarin talking about how the Mandalorians are scattered. And it looks like he's, he's trying to find all these scattered Mandalorians. And he seems to be amongst all the, you know, in some hidden location there where he is, uh, you know, bringing these, these other Mandalorians together. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to find more foundlings. I'm wondering if he means it by that as well, too, that other Mandalorians like himself, who weren't born into Mandalore, but they were adopted in some, in some way. Um, he has also now become a father figure to Grogu. Grogu decided that he wanted to go with with uh, with the Mandalorian as opposed to training with, with Luke Skywalker to become a Jedi. And uh, he's now taking on that father figure, or almost that, that master role, that Luke thought he was going to have with uh, with Grogu, and he tells him, you know, he says, Mandalorians have to learn how to fight, but they also have to learn to navigate, to know where they are. Um, speaking of navigation, lots of flying in this episode here, in that uh, Naboo staff, a starfighter that he uh, got last season. Um, I didn't think that was going to be as cool cool as the Razor Crest, but seeing some of the uh, of the battle scenes that we're seeing here and seeing some of these like you know uh, acrobatic flights that uh, the Mandalorian has taken this uh, this ship on it, it looks like it's really starting to become like you know the man you know it, Din Djarin's like you know ship this is his ship and I, I, I think it's gonna work out really well uh, we see that he meets uh, Kref Garka in this season as well too we see uh, images of the armorer as she is like dipping her hot metal you know utensil into that vat of uh, boiling you know, water or whatever it is. Uh, it looks like that the Mandalorian is going to go back to Tatooine. Maybe uh, he's going there to get some more uh, up uh, upgrades on his uh, on his starfighter. It's good to hear. Uh, one of the uh, sound bites we hear is uh, someone wishing Grogu and the Mandalorian, "May the Force be with you." And we haven't heard, I think, "May the Force be with you" in quite some time in a Star Wars shows. So that's that was that was fun to hear. Uh, he also has um, an encounter with that former New Republic X-Wing pilot, as well as we see here that the Doctor from the first season who was uh, inspecting Grogu when he was captured, uh, he also appears again. We also see Jedi with lightsabers as well, too, and I'm wondering if this is a flashback to the Jedi Mandalorian War from the Old Republic days. That would be fun to see some, some scenes from that. Um, TIE Fighters. We're getting TIE Fighters. They look a lot like uh, Darth Vader's prototype TIE Fighters, so I'm wondering if the Empire or the, Rem the Imperial Remnant has been, like, you know, re... you know, remaking their, their TIE Fighters to that more prototype Darth Vader-looking uh, type of a TIE Fighter. Uh, right scene of, of Mandalorians looking like they're jumping right out of a ship onto... Uh, in, 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 as part of some invasion force. Uh, did anybody notice that uh, in one of the scenes we see a couple... Uh, a couple creatures that look quite a lot like Babu Freak. And I'm wondering, is Babu Freak going to be making an appearance here? It would seem that it could follow in the uh, timeline that he could be here. Uh, and it'd be fun to see him again, too. I thought that was a really uh, wonderful and cute character that we got in The Rise of Skywalker. So it'd be fun to see that, uh, to see that as well, too. And uh, this is interesting as well, too. We see uh, Grogu floating around in his little tiny, like, you know, eggshell... Uh, floating device, and uh, he encounters some sort of creature that looks like he's gonna that's gonna attack him. But what happens is, is that the creature is pushed back, and what's he pushed back with? Rogo doing a force push. So um, it definitely seems like we're gonna be seeing some uh, some force sensitivity come out of Grogu. Uh, 
I'm wondering if the Jedi are going to be playing a part in this again as well, too. Do we see Ahsoka make an appearance here again, uh, sort of as a lead-up to her show that's going to be coming out sometime this year? So, um, you know, good good trailer. Um, not There was good stuff in there. I don't think there was a whole lot that we can, like, you know, maybe speculate of, of what exactly is going on story-wise. But it seems like we're getting back a lot of the fun and the adventure that uh, that we see in uh, that, that we want to see in a Star Wars show. And uh, no, I'm not specifically just saying this because I thought that um, I thought that <laughs> that uh, the, the, the the previous uh, Star Wars uh, Andor was but uh, was not Star Wars enough for me. But I'm just saying, uh, seeing both of these shows, maybe back to, or, or seeing both of these things back to back, watching Bad Batch and then seeing the the Mandalorian season three trailer, uh, just gave me a whole lot of uh, you know, you know, uh, fresh air, fresh Star Wars air in my lungs that I was uh, really happy about to see uh, that, that it does have that Star Wars feel again, and uh, I'm 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 really excited to see what's what's going to be happening for the rest of the Bad Batch as well as seeing what's going to be happening on this new season of Mandalorian, which starts on March first. So that's basically all I have to say today here for this coffee break, this lunch break here. If you have any thoughts you want to share with me about any of this, or maybe you got some new Star Wars swag, I do have some new Star Wars swag coming in, so stay tuned for a future episode. Uh, as soon as I get some of this new Star Wars swag in, it should, it's on its way right now. Uh, I will let you know what it is and uh, my thoughts behind it. But uh, I'm going to hold off saying what it is just because it's much more fun being able to, uh, to have it in my hand and being able to describe it on, on the podcast. But uh, that's all for now. Like I said, send us a message through the Facebook page, the Traveling the Jundlin Waste, Waste Podcast Facebook page. Any messages you want to let me know. And also stay tuned as well, too, in February. It's going to be Star Wars Podcast Day coming up February 9th of 2023 and we'll have a special episode uh, to celebrate Star Wars Podcast Day as well too so hope everybody's having a wonderful day good luck on all your endeavors this week and I'm going to go to say this catchphrase because you know it was said in the in the trailer here for Mandalorian uh, Season 3 may the force be with you my friends talk to you soon have a good one